You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there. For home loan solutions that fit your life, it is oh, oh, so simple. Rocket can. Thank you to everybody listening all over North America. And I mean all over North America. People on an ocean. People on a bay, people on a farm, people on a mountain. You could be East Coast, West Coast, down South, Midwest. You could be in Canada. I I don't care. Thank you so much for being here. We got a lot to do here over the next four hours. I'm still here in Rochester, New York. A big shout out to my main man, Ben. Thank you to Mike Danger for hooking it up. Much love to everybody listening via 95.7 The Fan here in Rochester. Thank you to everybody at the University of Rochester. I've had an amazing time. As I do every single Wednesday night into Thursday morning, I'm going to bring you a new top six list. Tonight is no different. There's a lot of conversations, as you probably know, about and around coaching. In the world of sports, the Indianapolis Colts hiring a coach from television because he's the owner's friend. The Brooklyn Nets, we're going to talk about them in a few minutes. Brooklyn Nets holding on to their interim coach, removing the interim tag. And now Jacques Vaughn is running the show. No Ime Udoka. As we continue on as well. John Sally never wants to shy away from his own thoughts or opinions. He has some about LeBron James and a record that he is almost certain to break. Josh Allen, right down the road from me here in, in Buffalo, New York, there is a lot of concern about his elbow and what this means for the Buffalo Bills, not necessarily just against the Minnesota Vikings in their upcoming game, but what a loss or what the loss of Josh Allen could mean for the Buffalo Bills throughout the course of the season. So we got a lot to do, a lot to get into. If you knew or if you followed me online, you'd already know what we were going to discuss. You can find me on the internet. That's everywhere. At JR Sport Brief. You would have seen the eventful and busy day that I've had from the University of Rochester, the University for the, or excuse me, University of Rochester for the Media for the Movement Tour. You would have seen some of my photos and images from being here at 95.7 The Fan. And even some of the cool artwork that I've seen throughout the course of the city. That's at JR Sport Brief 
everywhere. We got a phone number. We got a phone line. Be sure to use it. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Pretty cool stuff. I'm being joined by super producer and host, Dave Shepard. Hey, Shep, how you feeling, man? You good? No complaints, JR. It's always great to be with you, my friend. How are you, man? I'm good. I don't I don't have anything to complain about. I had a good day. The students were good. Uh, I, I met some new friends from Special Olympics, so I had an amazing day, man. I'm surprised by that, by the way. You're surprised by what, that I had a good day? Uh, no, I'm saying I'm not surprised that you had a good interaction with students at a university campus. Oh, I, I try my best, man. You know, people go to school, and school can be boring. To be called J.R. the professor. Yeah, I tell everybody leave. Go home early. <laughs> Don't give me a don't give me an official title. Every day would be a half day. We'd be on and off school for a week. I I, I would do things my way. Oh, but, that's my kind of teacher, man. I have a feeling Sanjay is going to be calling very very soon. Yeah, well, he's not old enough to to, to <laughs> well, that's a that's a different conversation. Anyway, what a day! How about I just sat down here and I told you about coaches. Get used to this. Coaching is going to be a theme for tonight's show. When I give you the top six list in about two hours, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you personally a list of coaches who have just irked my nerves at some point throughout the course of history. Throughout the course of time, there have been some coaches that have made some decisions, mostly poor decisions, that made me go, how? I could have found somebody off the street to do a better job. I could have found somebody off the street to make a better decision. And unfortunately, a lot of these decisions and choices that these coaches have made haven't necessarily taken place on the field of play. And so I'll give you a personal top six list two hours from now of just some awful coaches. And I'm sure you can already get to thinking about coaches that that might fit the bill. I'll let your imagination run wild for a few hours. Now, having said that, it's quite ironic. Right as the show began, the Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn, New York, in the Barclays Center, they beat their intercity rival. They beat the New York Knicks. The final score, 112 to 85. The Brooklyn Nets, God bless them, they're able to improve their record now to 5 and 7. The New York Knicks, their record drops to 5 and 6. And we learned earlier today that Jacques Vaughn, the interim head coach of the Brooklyn Nets, is no longer the interim coach. Sean Marks decided to name him the full-time guy. What a quick turnaround, right? It was only a week ago that Steve Nash got the boot, and it only took two hours for the report to come out that Ime Udoka, was pretty much earmarked to be the Brooklyn Nets' next head coach. Yes, the same Ime Udoka, who over the summertime, only about two, three months ago, was basically stuffed into the closet with the Boston Celtics. He was basically suspended forever for sleeping with someone who he shouldn't have been sleeping with, having an inappropriate workplace relationship with a subordinate. He crossed the line. He went too far. He did too much. He did more than coach. And we know if there's one thing that Ime Udoka did, at least he did this publicly, he did an excellent job 
coaching the Boston Celtics. Brad Stevens goes upstairs upon the departure of Danny Ainge to the Utah Jazz, who also happened to be doing very, very well. And he says, Brad Stevens does, that's my guy. Ime Udoka, he becomes coach. He takes the Celtics to the NBA Finals. He makes the Celtics play defense. He holds the Boston Celtics accountable. He's a hot shot coach. He's already one of the best coaches in the league. But then he can't stay out of things that he has no business being in. And they suspended him. Joe Missoula is the new head coach. They elevate him. And Ime Udoka, he's suspended. We don't know the financial terms of his suspension. But he's basically put on ice. And the Celtics say, well, we may never bring him back. Well, we know he's never coming back. And so an hour after Steve Nash is gone, that's the report. That the Boston Celtics will allow Ime Udoka to leave from the Boston Celtics and join their rival, the Brooklyn Nets? People in Brooklyn are going, wait a minute. You're already dealing with Kyrie Irving. This guy is fighting and battling the media over uh, comments that he made and what he shared and whether he's contrite, whether he's sorry. And he's just, it was a disaster. And you want to add on top of that by bringing in Ime Udoka? The Brooklyn Nets had meeting meetings with female staffers who made it very clear that they weren't fully on board with Ime Udoka in the building. And so a week later, I guess the Brooklyn Nets, they, they, they read the tea leaves. They saw the trial balloon went up, and people weren't thrilled with this. And so Jacques Vaughn, after a 2-2 two and two record, which is now, God bless him, 3-2, and two, after coaching the Brooklyn Nets to actually play team basketball, to actually play defense, Jacques Vaughn, with less credentials here than Ime Udoko or less success as a head coach, Jacques Vaughn is the boss. It's been reported that his deal to coach the Brooklyn Nets will take him through 2024. That's two seasons. That's this and the next one after that. Not too bad, not too shabby. Who's going to be on the Brooklyn Nets in that amount of time is a, is a totally different question. But for right now, Jacques Vaughn is the boss. He spoke to the media today. The interim title dropped. He says he is happy to be the new head coach. It means a lot. I, I played for this organization. Uh, I've been here seven years and uh, uh, really been hopefully a loyal servant along the way. And uh, now I get to, to serve in a different capacity and looking forward to it. Yeah, he was the interim coach in the past when the Brooklyn Nets got rid of Kenny Atkinson. Not too long, obviously, uh, after Kyrie Irving and Durant joined the team. Jacques Vaughn does have head coaching experience. He coached an awful, terrible garbage Orlando Magic squad that basically won about 20 games every year that he was there, and then he got the boot. I mean, if I was outside coaching light posts, I don't know how many games I would win, and that's that's basically what Jacques Vaughn had. And then when he played in the NBA, 
you had to blink to see him because he really didn't play. I remember Jacques Vaughn the first time as a backup with the Utah Jazz, a backup for the aging Carl Malone, or more specifically, John Stockton. And he played about 10 years in the league, never getting a lot of burn. He was he was like sometimes the second or third point guard, and he didn't really play. And so, yeah, he had a lot of opportunities to sit on the bench and coach or at least have a coach's viewpoint as to what was going on. He also has a sense of humor. Knowing that this was public knowledge, that Ime Udoka was the first option, that the Brooklyn Nets ultimately went the other direction because of Ime Udoka's own controversial issues, Jacques Vaughn said, I'm not bothered being number two. I guess I was the, uh, was that the write-in candidate in, in the uh, minds of, uh, of elections right now, but uh, I'm okay with that. I, I said to my wife, I might have not been her for, first choice, and uh, we've, we've been together 20 years, so, you know, it could all work out, so um, off we go. Wow. I don't know if that's showing a sense of humor. I don't know if that's sad. Yeah, I was my wife's second choice, but I'm still here. Whoa, bruh. She might show you the door in a couple of years. Were you going to be making those jokes then? I don't want to be nobody's second choice. It sounds terrible. But anyway, he's number two. In the Brooklyn Nets with him as the head coach, they are at least one game over 500. Kevin Durant tonight against the New York Knicks, he had the 17th triple-double of his career. 29 points, 12 rebounds, 12 assists, 10 of 19 from the field, 1 of 5 from downtown. Yes, Kevin Durant is human. Steph Curry's brother. Yeah, Steph Curry's brother has a name. Let me show him some respect. Seth Curry, 23 points, 6 threes. And this is important, and I know it's against the, the New York Knickerbockers. They held another team below 100 points. And the Brooklyn Nets have been able to have success and play team ball. They've been able to move the basketball. Kevin Durant actually looked like he was having fun. They were smiling. They were slapping each other on the back. Joe Harris looked happy. The Brooklyn Nets tonight in beating the Knicks, they didn't look like a miserable group of millionaires paid to play basketball. Let me remind you, Kyrie Irving is still serving his suspension. I got to remind you, Kyrie Irving is not here. I got to share with you that if and when Kyrie Irving comes back, is this going to be the same situation for the Brooklyn Nets? Jacques Vaughn, he says he has yet to speak to Kyrie Irving as he is serving his suspension. Kevin Durant is obviously here. Jacques Vaughn says, yes, we have a a good relationship. Kyrie Irving comes back. Is he going to complete the tasks that have been put in front of him to return to the game? The Players Association has already made it very clear that they're not in favor of him having to pay half a million dollars to return. In addition to multiple meetings, he already met with Adam Silver. 
it's not a good idea to bring Kyrie Irving back. It's not a good idea to have Kyrie Irving be a member of this franchise. Because even if he is to go out there and complete all of the tasks that would, you know, lower his suspension, allowing him to come back and play basketball, how long before he says or does something else distracting? Is this really the worst thing that Kyrie Irving could do this year? Or is this the tip of the iceberg? Does he come back and become more of a distraction? And the other thing is, who the hell would want to trade for him? Must I remind you, this is the same Kyrie Irving who, along with Kevin Durant, was just coached by one of the greatest and best point guards of all time. Does that mean he would be one of the best and greatest coaches of all time? No. That's not a given. But the fact is, we've heard some negative stories about Kyrie just over the past week outside of his social media activity. There was an entire story recounted by a basketball scout who said Kyrie Irving would just dismiss Steve Nash at every opportunity. Steve Nash would call a play and multiple times, seemingly all the time, Kyrie Irving waved him off and ignored him, called a different play instead. We're supposed to trust that he's going to come back and just listen to Jacques Vaughn and not go rogue? That he's going to fit into the team concept of basketball? The Brooklyn Nets are moving a ball right now. Kevin Durant is always someone who is a willing passer. Ask Russell Westbrook. Kevin Durant never complained, and he played with that guy. We know he left, but he never complained about Westbrook. You think if Kyrie Irving comes back, the ball is going to move the same way? It's the same Kyrie Irving who was on Durant's podcast with Kevin Durant, and they sat around on the Exeteris podcast and said, no, we don't we don't really need no coach. Do you remember this? We don't need somebody to come in and put their coaching philosophy on everything that we're doing and change up the wheel and yo, you guys need to start doing this and we start running on the first day of practice. It's just like, no, <laughs> I don't really see us having a head coach. You know what I mean? Like I KD could be a head coach. I could be a head coach. Jacques Vaughn could do it one day. It could it could be it can be it's a collaborative effort, I think, on our part. Oh. Well, Jacques Vaughn is the new head coach. Y'all gonna listen to him? Congratulations, Jacques Vaughn. He's going to get paid for the next several seasons. He has a contract that runs through 2024. I know this much. Kyrie Irving isn't going to be around at the end of his contract. Kyrie Irving is not going to be around past this year. He might not make it halfway through the year. Kevin Durant just started a new four-year deal. I highly doubt that he's around for the next two years, next two seasons. And so congratulations to Jacques Vaughn holding on to a job that the Brooklyn Nets ultimately wanted to give to Ime Udoka, but he would have been too much of a disaster, too much of a distraction because he, uh, he sleeps with people who aren't his wife or his girlfriend or that or somebody else's wife. Not a good idea. I might have not been her first choice. The Brooklyn Nets 
are a disaster. Good for Jacques Vaughn being paid, getting money, and getting this job. But if Kyrie comes back, they ain't winning. If Kyrie Irving stays home, they ain't winning. And if Kyrie Irving ultimately gets traded to where I have no idea, they ain't winning. The winner here is Jacques Vaughn. He has himself a guaranteed contract that will pay him through 2024. Unfortunately for him, that will not include winning because his star players are off of the wall. Take the money, and I would say get used to losing. Eventually, get used to a rebuild. This is not the Orlando Magic, but it might feel like it sooner than later. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. What do you think about Jacques Vaughn being named the Brooklyn Nets head coach and not Ime Udoka? Is it ultimately going to make a difference? Or are the Brooklyn Nets still going to crumble anyway because of a Kyrie Irving and maybe even a Kevin Durant? It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio At the same time, we have uh, some interesting news to share about LeBron James, who's currently in action. Don't move. We have more on the other side. We've been together 20 years, so, you know, it could all work out. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. to hear from you call him now at 855-212-4CBS that's 855-212-4227 it is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio the Brooklyn Nets I don't want to say that they tricked us but um I guess they smartened up they 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 got wise They floated a trial balloon and basically said after the firing of Steve Nash, it was reported that they're looking into Ime Udoka. And then it was, yeah, well, uh, we, we we not committed to hiring anybody. And then a week later, after many people looked and said, why are you going to bring that dude in? He just, he just got basically fired for sleeping around in the office and he's the boss. And now they, they just said, Hey, okay, Jacques Vaughn. No interim title. You're the head coach. His deal reportedly takes him until 2024. And good for him. And, and less distractions for the Brooklyn Nets. You can't add another disaster to a situation that is already pretty terrible. And so I'm cool with the move. The bad thing is Kyrie Irving is still on the roster. He might return. He might not return. We don't know if he's going to come back and play ball. We don't know if he'll be traded. But the Brooklyn Nets are still a sinking ship. And, yes, Durant is still playing ball, but there's not enough talent to win a championship around him. And the fact is Jacques Vaughn is going to coach this sinking ship as they go through more nonsense, a potential Kyrie Irving trade or a retirement or a return or an apology, or a Durant trade. 
something is going to happen. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Dallas, Texas, and talk to David. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up? Hey, JR. How are you? I'm very well. Give me one minute. I want to tell you what's on my mind. I am sitting at work late at night listening to you, and I listen to you every night, either at work or at home. I don't miss it. And um, I just wanted to tell you that I think you are – I found you about nine months ago, and I think you are – you and Dave make a great team. You're absolutely one of the very best. Um, and I think that, um, you know, you're very classy and respectful and have such a calm, pleasant dis- uh, demeanor that I really feel good after listening to you. And then I found out about your Special Olympics tour, uh, and I knew that you're a, a special kind of guy because I have a 23-year-old daughter with Down syndrome, and uh, she's got a brother and a sister, and you know she's absolutely the light of our of our life. And you know my kids, my other two kids, just see life way different because uh, of growing up with her. Um, she does Special Olympic swimming, but I just I've been meaning to call you and tell you because my view on life is you know if if someone has an impact on you, you need to tell them. And so I just really called in to tell you that because I've been wanting to do that. Oh, well, thank you, Dave. I, I appreciate you, man. You know, I just try to do what I can with what I got. So thank you very much. You you have any thoughts on Mr. Kyrie? I, uh, I don't think he should come back. I mean, he's just a cancer. And, you know, uh, especially, you know, Yudoga, that would have been an awful decision had they hired him, especially, you know, following the Kyrie mess. So, yeah, I don't think he should come back. I, he, he tarnished the brand, for, you know, whatever that's worth. And even if he comes back and, you know, fulfills all those terms and apologizes, it's, it's not meaningful. He's, he's being told to do it. I just think he's not worth it. Yeah, I would happen to agree with you there. Well, David, thank you for calling up from Dallas. And when I swing through, hopefully I meet you, okay? Yeah, have a great night. Thank you so much. Thank Bye-bye. you, Dave, for calling from Dallas. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a tricky situation. I mean, if you're the Brooklyn Nets and you have Kyrie Irving just right in the middle of a – just defending himself against social media for a film that he shared that many consider to be anti-Semitic, and now you want to bring on a head coach, albeit successful, who has recently been fired a couple of months ago for sleeping with a subordinate, I mean, what else can the Brooklyn Nets do at this point? Well, we got Kyrie Irving. Let's add Ime Udoka. What's Dennis Rodman doing? Maybe Dennis Rodman can come in and be assistant general manager. I mean, what, what are we doing here? Just just piling on? Nonsense? It's terrible. Sanjay is calling from Corpus Christi, Texas. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Sanjay? Uh, hey, Um, You know, I... Uh, can you hear me okay? I can. Please go ahead. All right, yeah. So I hope you're having a good day, man. So I just wanted to talk about, you know, Kyrie. Yes, true, he said all these racist things. But in the end, Kyrie is a great player. And he is ruining his talent for this BS, this crap, this nonsense that he's saying. He should be out there playing basketball. And he's still a young guy, too. He should have energy in him. Instead, he's just saying a bunch of nonsense. Well, I don't think, and and thank you, Sanjay, for calling up from Corpus Christi. I don't think Kyrie Irving said anything specifically that was racist. 
he shared garbage. That he did, and then he doubled down on it. And then we had another NBA player, I believe it was either Grant Williams or Jalen Brown, who said he didn't even watch the film that he shared. Come on, man. Is he a great player? Yeah, he's a great talent. Is he a great player? Is he great enough to win by himself? I I ain't see that in, in Cleveland before LeBron showed up. And then you want to call him young? I mean, in basketball years, he's he's kind of in the middle of the road. He's 30 years old. He's been injury prone since he was in college at Duke. It shortened his his time in school, even though we knew he was going to be one and done. So it's not like Kyrie Irving is a 25-year-old guy who everybody's going to be willing to take a shot on because he's an ultimate talent. He's supremely talented. He's very exciting. Is his style of play conducive to winning? Is his attitude conducive to winning? It's the same dude who didn't want to play with LeBron James and then apologized afterwards about his behavior. It's something that Kyrie Irving is used to, right? Apologizing. Let me say this and let me backtrack. It's just par for the course here. How many apologies does he get before he's just out of the league? I think he's running out. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back on the other side, speaking of LeBron James, John Sally, an NBA champion in his own regard, has some thoughts on LeBron and what he's going to do over the next several months. Is he going to break Kareem's record? Uh, John Sally says, no. I know John Sally likes to smoke, but what the heck is he smoking? It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I really, really respect you, man. I don't always agree with you, but you are really, really good at your job. Smart, well-spoken guy, and I respect how you listen to people, even if they have different opinions than you. And you seem like one of the rare people in your industry who's willing to hear things and potentially change your mind. So I love that. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I don't need anybody to agree with me all the time. That's terrible. I need people to disagree. Could you imagine if we all felt the same way, thought the same way? I mean, it's, that'd be awful. I think it's a, I think it's a cool thing to, to be different, but then to also understand different perspectives, be respectful of them. If it makes sense, don't be out here following nonsense and garbage. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Speaking of following garbage, I know, well, I don't know him personally. I think I might, yeah, I think I met him one time briefly. John Sally is a cool dude. He's an NBA champion. Detroit Pistons even picked up one of those titles with the Lakers and now he's a he's a pundit he talks he he has many businesses 
I know he does a lot of smoking. Yeah, the green stuff. And he's just a good dude. And I think he also had a talk show. Shep, do you remember John Sally having a talk show? The best damn sports show, period, right? No, I feel that he had like uh well that that existed, sure. But I feel like John Sally, there was a point in time where he had like a Ricky Lake style, like a talk show talk show. No? He was a good actor in Eddie um back in the day when he you know portrayed being the Knicks veteran and Whoopi yeah. Goldberg was the head coach. Yeah, well he's he's an actor, he did sports. And maybe I'm mixing him up with another athlete, but I, I, I feel like he did some filling work. But but anyway, gotcha. here he is. And I think he might have been uh, on the good stuff a little too much, if you know what I'm saying here, because he sat down with Shannon Sharp in Club Shay Shay. And we know that the Brooklyn Nets disaster, the Los Angeles Lakers disaster. As I sit here in the studio in Rochester, and I look up at the screen, I see currently the Los Angeles Lakers are losing to the Clippers 42-26. to 26. The Lakers, once again, disaster. John Sally had an interesting take on LeBron, and we know there's not much the Lakers are playing for. There's not much to watch with the Los Angeles Lakers right now, uh, but LeBron chasing Kareem and his scoring record. Well, John Sally says that ain't going to happen. Listen. Did you think anybody in your lifetime would get this record? Kareem's record? Yes. No. Not even Carl Malone. And Carl is number two, right? Right. And they were giving him points when he wasn't even playing. <laughs> like, like, I think they just gave him two more points. And he's been retired for 25 years. Um, I, I think this. I think they're not going to let him get it. They're not going to let who get it? LeBron. They got no choice. So you don't think they're going to let LeBron get the uh, the 38-plus thousand? No. What? What, what is John Sally talking about? See, what, what had happened was, yeah. Is that how it goes? I, I remember, as a part of the conversation, John Sally and, and Shannon Sharp discussed Wilt Chamberlain's record. And a couple of, well, not a couple of years ago, but, you know, Phil Jackson not allowing Kobe to break that 100 mark because Phil Jackson felt that some records need to stand. Okay, sure, that's that's fine. Phil Jackson has a little bit more control over that. How the hell would LeBron James not break Kareem's record unless LeBron James suffers some type of catastrophic injury that ends his career? As of today, prior to the game starting right now that LeBron is playing, LeBron has 37,281 points heading into this game. He's about 1,100 points short of the record. Right now for the season, he's averaging about 24 points a game with 72 games left. At the pace that he's on right now, here's some math. 72 games left. LeBron continues to score 24 points. He would break the record in 46 games. And so I have no idea if John Sally is just saying things to say things, but who is they? Is there some type of secret society that I'm not familiar with that will, 
you know, make LeBron James disappear off the face of the earth? So, JR, what, what you're referencing is 100% correct. He was talking about Kobe and the fact that he said, well, Phil Jackson took Kobe out with five, six minutes left in the game when he had 81. But then Shannon had to remind John Sally, you know, that's actually not what happened. The Lakers were playing from behind, so therefore he couldn't have even taken out Kobe if he wanted to. Kobe actually exited the game with like a minute left when he had 81 points. John Sally was thinking of the 62-point performance that Kobe had in three quarters against Dallas that season. So John just has all his facts and figures mixed up. So he is smoking the good stuff, but really it's not that good because he sounds like an idiot in some of these explanations. I, well, there's certain things that you can smoke that can elevate you or bring you down. I think whatever he's smoking, and you would think John Sally is smoking the best of the best, it seems like there's a little bit of of damage there. He needs to talk to Snoop Dogg. (laughs) Snoop seems very uh, high-functioning. Get my drift. 855-212-4CBS. Not bad. 855-212-4CBS. Lewis here, he's calling me from Rochester. He's probably down the block from me or something like that. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Yeah, yeah, I'm excited that you're here. What are you doing here in Rochester? You haven't disclosed it. I haven't. Hey, Shep, I haven't disclosed why I'm here in Rochester? Uh, Lou, he has, and you're an avid listener of the show. I'm surprised you have not uh, gotten that message yet, but I, I afford you the opportunity to hear from Jared himself why he's there. Yeah, I, I, all right. I, I'm sorry. I should have okay. listened more carefully. But no, what, why are you here? It's okay. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll repeat the same thing I've been saying for the past, I don't know, 48 <laughs> hours. Um, I'm here because the Media for the Movement tour takes me here. And so I had a, a conversation with, with health and medical students at the University of Rochester today about inclusive health so that Special Olympics athletes or any athlete or anyone with an intellectual disability can get the same health care that you or I or anyone would receive. JR, you and Shep are the best, man. I'm a complete fan. You guys are awesome. Thank you, Lou. I'm a fan of you. How about that? <laughs> Thanks. No problem. Thank you. Hey, Lou, are you on that John Sally? John Sally? What's that? Oh, I don't. Well, I guess L- the answer. Listen, listen yes. JR. Yes. The guy yesterday told you to go to Abilene. You should just go to Magnolia's. That's where President Obama went, man. I love that restaurant. It's awesome. Is that love here? That. Is that here in Rochester? Yeah, yeah, it's on Park Avenue in um, uh, Oxford. The next time I come here, I'm going to have to go on a whole food tour because there's not enough enough time for me, Lou. But I'm going to check it out, okay? You said, what's the name of it, Abilene's? No, no, that was yesterday's. No, go to um, Magnolia's. Magnolia's. That's where President Obama went. Okay, if he went there, it's good enough for me, too. Thank you, Lou. I love the place. I love the place. My daughter does, too. Okay, I love it. Me too. Thank you, Lou. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to Google it. All right. All right. Thank you, Lou. Hey, people are giving me food. I love it. Food suggestions. He's on the John Sally. Yeah. He's on that John Sally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On that pack. Okay. He see, well, he said he wasn't. Well, anyway. Ralph is here from Miami. What's up, Ralph? Hey, Jerry. Good afternoon. How you doing? I'm okay. I really want to say something really quick. Could I ask a quick question? And the new the new head coach for the Nets does he have any kids? Jacques Vaughn? I don't know. I will assume after well uh, you can't assume being married for twenty years he has kids, but I would think so. 
Because I don't know if he's going to be able to be able to handle Kyrie. Kyrie is still a child because he thinks only like a kid. He's never going to grow up because at the end of the day, he doesn't see his action as any wrong. As long as a person like Kyrie cannot see his action wrong, he's always going to be the same doing the same thing until he could basically acknowledge that everything that he's doing is wrong, everything he's doing is causing problems. He's gonna he's gonna stop, but Kyrie's never gonna end up stopping until somebody can stop telling him what you're doing is basically causing you to look bad. Is that well, not helping others? It's not helping others, but it's making you look worse every year. But it's just like he doesn't have that he doesn't have that the that person next to him to help him. That's the only thing I need. He needs help. That's all I can say for Kyrie. Okay. Well, I don't I don't know if. Uh... I don't know if having kids, Shep, he has kids? Yes, sir, two two sons. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to help or hurt him. Look, Kyrie Irving is a grown man. And I know, Ralph, you said that, that he didn't apologize. I think he did. I just think he had to take a beating on his way there. And whether you're Kyrie Irving or you could be any human, by the way. I think we all know individuals like this. I mentioned this last week, I think I did at least, or I have this conversation a lot. There are some people who learn and some people who never learn. And some people who have to learn the hard way. There's certain people that have to learn the easy way. And then you have people who never learn. You don't have to dribble a basketball for a living to, you know, experience this. Well, he's doing it in the public. In every aspect of Kyrie Irving's career, Unfortunately, he has had to learn the hard way and he's been beaten down in the court of public opinion because of it. And yeah, I'm, I'm sure he doesn't have someone to pull him to the side and say, bruh, stop it. Chill out. Relax. And I think at this point of, of his life, as he gets older at 30 years old, it's there's nothing, no such thing as too late. But there's a lot of damage that has already been done. And that's the unfortunate part. It looks like everything else here in Brooklyn is going to continue to be a disaster. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. No disasters, only positivity. When we come back on the other side, this might be a disaster, though. It's, it's Josh Allen's elbow. People are worried about that all over the place here in western New York. We'll talk about it on the other side. The JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.